0: Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. So we are back again, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. And the second, an interview with an actor or someone that was involved in the film that made it worth watching. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview, because I know I did. But before we dive into this week's movie, I have to introduce you to my partner on the sequel watching Carpet Ride, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you? Good, Doug. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm very excited to talk about this week's movie. I must say, this is the first movie that I really had no idea that even existed you know we did Son of the Mask I've heard of it I've never seen it I've seen obviously clips of
1: it but this movie I didn't even know it existed you know I I think I might have seen it years ago you know this this came out at a time when I was still watching movies uh you know as a young kid i remember seeing the first one I, I I believe I saw the second one and I think I did see this one but I vaguely remember it but yeah Davis is a uh, this is a doozy. Do you want to introduce it? Let everybody know what the movie is? Yeah, Meatballs 3. You know, it's it's, uh, it's a definitely a, a total 80s movie, but uh, it was enjoyable. I, I actually did enjoy this movie.
0: Yeah, I remember the first one. So, obviously, it was like a very early Bill Murray vehicle. He was the camp counselor, that tripper. He was like the coolest guy. And it was just, again, typical summer camp movie. But, yeah, but right off the bat with this one, Let's dive right into it. This isn't really—I I understand it's called Meatballs Three, but it's really not at a summer camp.
1: Well, here's so so. First of all, he the the camp is owned now. Uh, supposedly, it was owned by Bill Murray. Yeah, just a counselor. So I don't know how he somehow ended up owning the camp, and he wasn't even in Meatballs Two. So somehow he owned the at the end of Meatballs One, he was just the, the main counselor. He owns the 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 camp in meatballs two, which is not even in the movie, and then he sells it in meatball three, which I do not even mention. You know, so yes, it's not even a camp, it's not even meatballs because meatballs was the camp. It, so again, it's not really a sequel. That's, I got to be honest.
0: Yeah, and the only part he has in it too is is a letter, and when he receives the letter, when Patrick Dempsey, who's like his, his first movie, when he's reading the letter, at first I'm like, man, maybe they pit, paid Bill Murray a ton of movie because he was already like a huge star by this point. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, maybe they paid him a bunch of money to actually like do a voiceover. No, it's just Patrick Dempsey reading the letter.
1: <laughs> the next year he made, um, uh, what's the movie with the money? Can't buy me love. So yeah. this is his first movie. So they found him from this movie. So this is his first starring role.
0: Yeah. And this movie was filmed way before. So I interviewed, uh, George, uh, Buse, who plays mean gene who we'll get, we'll get a lot into <laughs> him. But, uh, yeah, I interviewed him, and he said they filmed this movie in the summer of 82. This movie didn't come out until, you know, 86. They had to get oh, wow. di- distribution for it. But uh, so, yeah, the movie starts. Uh, school's over. School's getting let out. And it's not like there's any children in this movie, so it's not even really a summer camp. It's like the summer bar, like we mentioned before. But before we get started, <laughs> what year do you think this movie takes place? Um, It's got to be, I would say, 84. Okay, why is every car from 1955 (laughs) and the waitresses look like they're from 1955? It reminds me of the movie The Blob. They're wearing like the pink (laughs) tops, you know, the white, and the way they're talking. Everybody else, obviously, in the diner, uh, you know, looks like they're from the 80s. But no, not
1: everyone else. Not the cars, not the waitresses. And and not for nothing, I mean, uh, you know, we both graduated high high school. Or even, you know, at the end, end of the year, you know, you're leaving school. Have you ever walked out throwing paper over the air? Like they they did that in every 80s movie. As soon as school's over, you see every all the students throwing in notebooks and paper in the air and leaving. I, I I don't think I've ever seen that.
0: Yeah, I think I think I think they were they want to do the burning bras, but this is more just like <laughs> screw you, school. We're gonna throw your paper up in the air. And I love that just to show Patrick Dempsey how he's such a nerd and to show you that he's a virgin. He's reading Portable Computer Magazine.
1: <laughs> how 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 old do you think he was in this movie? Because I mean he a- how
0: you know what? I'm guessing he must have been like 18, 19. Okay, so the people that he went to
1: school with, they all look like they're in their late 20s. Oh, I know. Like, they all look so old. The like, bullies,
0: yeah. The bullies definitely look so much older. But here are some of the lines that he had. He said, again, this is what's so bad about this. So the first two lines he says, he's actually saying it on camera. Hey, gorgeous. How about a light snack in the sack? And then he says, hey, Fox, want to get lewd in the nude? And then, so the next pickup line he says, his lips aren't moving, so they must have done it either on another take right. or in the studio. But I forgot what he said. Oh yeah, he goes, "If I go off for war tomorrow, this could be my last night alive. How about giving me something to fight for?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he, he was a total tool. I mean, he really was. And uh, you know, I, you know, you mentioned the bullies. Is is it is it me or just every bully in the eighties had blonde hair? they have to i think it's uh, I, I think it's standard issue but I, I would think like bullies would have like black hair blonde hair is kind of like wimpy like i mean like i yeah. just don't like you know i don't know like but it, every movie has that you know so i mean uh, but yeah so yeah you meet the bullies also that somehow later up end up in the same camp um that yeah and then how about uh
0: you, you know a lot of horror movies i remember seeing a horror movie i don't know if anybody listening or if you ever seen it it's called slaughter high and they like kind of picked on patrick dempsey uh the way they picked out up the out the killer in uh slaughter high, they like bullied him. Same thing with this. Like, this could have been a horror movie. This could be the beginning of a horror movie. This hot blonde sits next to him and says, Hey, my parents are out of town, starts touching him and gives him a boner, and then the guy, the preppy blondes come over and they basically have a timer. He's using a stopwatch, and they're actually betting on how quick he would get a boner.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you know what? This you're right. This is this is Carrie. This is like this has the making of, of a horror movie, a revenge horror movie right off the bat. And that's like the direction I thought honestly, I thought there's gonna be some kind of like revenge going out after that. Um but yeah, I mean, first of all, it's kind of a sick bet, to be honest with you. Oh no,
0: it's it's disgusting. And then everyone <laughs> in the diner but him is in on this joke. It's like yeah. almost like a it's like a, a hidden uh, camera show. But wouldn't those guys have gotten a, a bone? Yeah. No? yeah. I think most people would have, but yeah. But yeah, and then the best is when he's trying to, like, run out of there, and the one girl bumps him, and he's reading the magazine. Oh, man, what was the name of it? I had it written down. It was called, like, How to Pick Up Chicks" or How to Rev Their Engine. It was, like, something like that. How to Get Girls in the Set. It was something so, oh, man, it was so corny.
1: Well, I think that whole scene just gives you an idea what the rest of the movie is going to be about. You know, he's, he's, a, he's a loser who's just trying to pick up girls, you know, and he's... The whole movie becomes the, your typical teen sex romp. Is really what it is.
0: Here's the name of the book, and I wish they had that this book when I was in high school. It was called "How to Pick Up Tons of Horny Girls." How did the how did the publisher let that get out there? <laughs> and you know what? This, with this movie, if you noticed it, you know if anybody wants to watch, you know you got to see this movie. It's on uh, YouTube. You can watch it for free. And there, the one thing that I, I had an issue with, and I don't know if you noticed it, was definitely the editing and. Just like the title screen. So usually when a movie comes up, it's like this big thing, maybe a crawl of like the name of the movie coming up or a black screen. Boom. You see the name? This one, it was like in the middle of a girl walking across the street and like froze frame her like middle of the step. And it just like went over her and it just, I don't know, just like shit.
1: Was, was, is this the last one of the series?
0: No. Number four is with uh, Corey Feldman.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> all right, so all right, so I, I thought maybe they might have given up. They're like, all right, you know, let's we, we got a third movie here. Let's just you know put together something because again, like you said, it has nothing to do with the first movie. So you know they could have named this anything else. Um, yeah. They could have called it teenage sex romp or whatever. Again, it's, it's it's nothing to do with the movie. But yeah, but yeah, and 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 his his plan, I guess, is going to work for the fir- for the summer for the first yeah. time, and he's never worked there before, right? It's a it's a camp or like like what? So how do you describe where he's working?
0: I would say it's like one of those, uh, I don't know. Like those things they have nowadays, like adult getaway camps. Like where you just go and part, it was like a Myrtle beach ish, but
1: it was just on a, it was on a a resort, like a, like a camp resort kind of thing. And you know, did you see what his suitcase was? It was like a baseball bag.
0: Yeah. And his mom (laughs) like tried to kiss him when he was on the bus. He was super (laughs) creepy. The girl came onto the bus and he like moved over and like did this weird, eye thing to her. And she was like, I'm going to sit with anybody but
1: you. Well, you know, I mean, you know, he's obviously been a loser most of his life. I don't know how he thinks that any of these girls are going to look at him, and he keeps trying. I mean, I give him a lot of credit. He keeps trying. Oh, yeah. um, he doesn't give up. He's relentless.
0: But we'll, but we'll get into how he he now he's trying, but he screws up a lot. So boy, I have a lot of notes. I have a whole checklist that I made of how much he screws <laughs> up. So he gets to this camp that he thinks owned by Tripp, Tripper. I don't know how he knows Tripper. Right. He just says Tripper gave me a job, so. He wasn't in the other movies, so there's really no connection. But he sold it to, I think, my favorite character I've ever seen in a movie. And it made so much better that I didn't watch a trailer for this. But Mean Gene is probably the coolest person ever in a movie. How badass he is. Throwing people through a roof just because they're looking at his, at this time in the movie, his main squeeze, Shannon Tweed, Gene Simmons' wife.
1: You know, he he reminded me of Bluto. From uh, oh, Popeye, yeah? from Popeye, he just, he was blue from Popeye. And if you have ever seen the movie with Rob Williams, he was totally blue with Popeye. I mean, he was just angry. He would—he would—he would throw you out the windows if he didn't like you, or if you—if you look at him the wrong way, he was just—you know—he was an animal. And yeah, uh, you know, he was hysterical. He, to me, without him, the movie isn't as good. He oh, makes definitely, and he makes the scenes that he was in perfect. I mean, he was—he
0: oh, crushes every time. So I'm gonna play a clip right now so you can hear what mean mean Gene sounds like. <laughs>
1: hey. Trail turd!
0: You staring down my main squeeze? No. I was... I was admiring the sky. (laughs) Isn't that a cluster of cericumulus clouds up there? Look, fairy fart. I don't give a rat's ass about your wimp weather reports. Now spit out your name and your game so I can decide if I should waste you. All right, so this place looks so much fun. So me and Gene has a great establishment because... Twenty-year-old Doug would have loved hanging out at this place. Oh, absolutely. It seemed like everybody was just dancing, and I, it wasn't even a band playing. It was just people were dancing at the bars and the water. No matter what, they were having a great time. But Patrick Dempsey goes to a summer camp. He's wearing long cap khakis <laughs> and you know those dorky glasses.
1: And what was his job there? Gas station attendant, mop guy. I was gonna say is mopping is. He was mopping the deck. He was mopping like the the, the boardwalk area thing. Like he was, just, yeah. He he was like the do do everything guy. And where did he live? Like a little shack.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's where he was able to live. And you know what? So the first in- interaction we have with a girl that he meets in this movie, it, a girl he actually knows, which uh, we don't know. He I guess he knows her from school, right? Like everybody at the summer camp is
1: from school. But Wendy, I have such a problem with this because. She gives him so much attention. I know. And he keeps blowing her up. Now, this this, this is the story of a guy who's trying to get laid. And he, and she's not ugly, you know? And she's giving him all the attention, like, to really, like... And he's, like, blowing her off, Like, he's, like, he's too good for her. Yeah, they didn't do the old, like, she had glasses on or she... Yeah.
0: She did dress a little, but she dressed 80s. Like, when yeah. this movie came out, the punk scene was big. So, right. some scenes, like, one... Some scenes, she looked normal. And then the yeah. next one... Her hair was a different color.
1: Like, yeah. I don't know why what that was, but no, oh, she was quirky. She was definitely quirky. Um, she didn't care about, you know, she liked her own style. She stood up to the bullies. Like, oh, she would, know. You know, but he like paid her no mind. And like, to me, if you're, if you're a virgin like him and regardless of what you look, you have a girl who's willing to be with you. And he just, no, no, he didn't, he didn't care at all
0: i know i have to agree definitely she had some great comebacks and yeah. he would just stand there with his and he would like smile afterwards when you know she stood up for him yeah so then she's like why don't you come over to my place my parents are going to be out it. you know they're going to be out so let's come over and hang out so you're like oh all right you know this movie could be over you know we know that he wants to get laid no he goes over there to watch porn
1: yep yep what is that <laughs> he's a weird he's a weirdo he's definitely a weirdo i mean uh and she well, clearly I, wants him.
0: She tries yeah. to kiss him. And he's like, wait, no, no, no. I'm going to watch this scene. And the name of the porno is
1: I, I, Eat Me, the sextra-terrestrial. I wrote that down. That was unbelievable. So that was more interesting. <laughs> Alien sex than to have a girl who's really just waiting, waiting for you. I mean, like, it, it, you know, in, in a lot of these movies, I feel bad for the, 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 the loner who gets picked on. I feel bad for him. You know, everybody makes fun of him. I can't feel that bad for him. I mean, he has a girl here who's again, he's watching porn. She's right there. She's waiting for him and he'd rather watch alien sex.
0: No, I know, And it was ridiculous. <laughs> so here's, here's a scene that definitely had me rolling and I had to reply. I had rewind it and play it over and over again. So we meet the girl that was in the movie, the star of the porno that he's was watching was Sally Kellerman, who was a mash Roxanne du was her porn name. So as soon as the parents come home, She's like you gotta get out of here my parents are going to kill me. So she shoves Patrick Dempsey out the window into the and wall. And you know what do you know how
1: he how she got him to the house by the way? Oh, food. food. Right? So she goes my parents are not here. Why don't you come over? He's like no no no, I, you know like she's she's really trying to lure him. And then she goes, well I got food. And then that's, a, that's a get that's to gets him excited. I mean, to just show you what kind of person he is. <laughs> that's-
0: Oh my yeah, I know he could add both things. He could add a meal, he could yeah, have
1: got yeah. lost his virginity, he could have had it all. So I'm not sure he understood what he wanted.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> when the so when that news report comes on, they talk about dead porn star, Roxanne Dujour, and the the reporter in like the most straight face ever, he says her last words were, oh God, oh God, <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, yes,
1: oh my god, yes, oh oh, oh yes. And I think he said it exactly like that. So you you, you got you got the, the way he said it.
0: So the Roxanne Jajor, we see her, she gets into heaven. <laughs> and heaven, today, I don't know if that's the way you think it would look. It, it looked like, you know, nice little lobby. The guy was like a doorman.
1: You got the doorman there? Yep. And, and you know, I do have a, a, a problem with Roxanne. You have an 80s comedy here. You know, you got a young kid who's 18, 19 years old. Your, your idea of a porn star is someone who's like in her fifties. Like, I mean, she looked, I mean, listen, I, yes, I think at a time she might, have, first of all, she sounds like a man, you know, she's definitely, deep, oh, yeah. you know, but, but like they couldn't get like a younger porn star. Like, I mean, like they got one that's like older. Like, I, I think I don't know.
0: they went with the name they needed. Like maybe the studio said, you can do this movie. We'll give you the money, but you have to put Sally Kellerman in it. And you know, what's great. Hey, she was down for
1: it. She did the yeah. movie. You know, no, she and, and she great was great. She was to her name. Yeah, no, she was good. I mean, you know, she, this is what she, but I, I just, I'm looking like he's 19. You, I, I think audience-wise, when you want a younger porn star, well, I don't know. But then then again, she has more experience. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: So in the 70s, she's like acting across Robert Redford like in Oscar-nominated movies. And then this one, she's a Patrick Dempsey. I think that was really funny. So she gets to heaven and the guy's looking at the list and he's like, oh, Roxanne DuJour. Okay, that's the first problem. That's obviously her stage name. Her name's not Roxanne of the day. Like, if they, if a porn star's name is Peaks, when she gets to heaven, her name's like, you know, Harriet Smith. Like, she has a real name. It's not like right. you go to heaven. It's not like Prince went to heaven. They're like, oh, Prince is here. No, they had his <laughs> real name. Jeez. <laughs> and then she has to get sent down. So she has the thing, hey, you know, you got to think of the great movies that have the angels that do the great things they get into heaven. You know, like, you know, uh, it's a wonderful life. Oh, man, you have
1: to do something great. Her job is to get. Why does God want him to get laid? Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I, 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 this might be maybe porn heaven. There porn might be, a, yeah, there might be a separate heaven. This is might might not be like the heaven. This might be porn yeah. heaven. This is like uh four one
0: uh, <laughs> heaven in the penthouse. <laughs> but,
1: yeah, and then how, how depressed
0: he was as soon as Patrick Dempsey gets out of the water, everybody's boning. <laughs> Everyone is having sex. Yeah. It, it's it's wild. And You know what's funny? So, when it comes to so in heaven, they they want him to get laid, all right. But don't like some religions and some you know they say like, hey, wait until marriage, of course. But in that but in that sense, they're like you know, just go
1: down. You need to get this guy laid. Okay, well, again, that's porn heaven, you know. Porn that's that's yeah. you know, it's so porn heaven. You know, you can't get into heaven until you get laid. So you know, you, so that's a whole the whole big different you know scenario.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like porn Jesus in like a, <laughs> like a red robe and a and a corn pipe.
1: Like, see, that would be funny. If Hugh After comes out, you know, and he played God.
0: Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) That would have been amazing. (laughs) Jesus. So then so then, uh, Patrick Dempsey doesn't believe that she's, you know, in this tree. Well, wouldn't that be a little bit weird? Unless he was on, like, unless he was drunk or on drugs. Like, why was Roxanne DuJour, this porn star he just saw on a movie, hanging in a tree? But when she, like, sneaks into his apartment, dude, why do we have to see Patrick Dempsey's butt? <laughs> was the director like, "Hey, kid, if you want to make it big in this amazing Oscar-worthy movie, Meatballs Three,
1: you gotta show your ass." And I'm like that, that made no sense at all. I really didn't. It didn't it didn't fit in the, in the. I guess they had to show that he was naked and he had to be embarrassed, and she was there. I guess, but they could have easily done that without showing anything. You know, showing from like the waist up that he just got out of the shower. You know, but you're right. It had it wasn't like a Van Damme movie. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: And what and she touched him a few times, so she was able to you know interact with
1: him. Right. She could, she could have just had sex with him and got it over with. Yeah, but I, but that would be too easy. Oh, yeah. so, you know, so she, she had to make sure that someone again, like every other movie, she has to find someone that's actually gonna fall in love with him. You yeah. know, that's that's just, <laughs> so
0: <laughs> So the next we meet the River Rat gang. The river rat gang that just comes in to me and Gene's establishment which we later find out Mean Gene is with these guys, but dude, this river ride gang just comes in, just ripping their boats. You know, all these patrons that are paying to be at Mean Gene's establishment, he's just dumping them into the water.
1: Yeah, wh- what's the deal with this gang though? Like, I don't like, you know, they act like tough guys, but like the outfits they wear and like the how they act, like I, I don't, uh, like what kind of gang are they? Like, I mean, did they explain anything about that? Like, like they just, they're weird, a bunch of weirdos.
0: Yeah, I've, I've seen a lot of gang documentaries. I never, I never heard of a river gang. But you know what? So I always notice these random actors that are in movies. Uh, if you guys go back in uh, Police Academy 6, I noticed, forget the name off the top of my head, but the brother from Breaking Bad, Yep, the DEA agent. And this one, did you notice the leader of the River Rat gang? He was the guy that was in My Cousin Vinny, the guy that was on the stand. And when Joe Pesci was like, show him the picture, no. Like, with the with the dirt? You see that in the middle of the window? And then he's like, You sure about those grits? Are you sure about that 15 minutes? That that, that was, was that guy? Like, yeah. He was the leader of the gang. He was the leader of the gang, the guy that was like mud yeah, yeah. or dirt. <laughs> yeah, that was that guy. So yeah. Oh, wow. I gotta yeah. I
1: gotta look at it again.
0: I wasn't around in the 80s. You were young in the 80s. Thanks. Were people calling beers suds?
1: <laughs> we want suds. We want suds. Um, I think so because they I remember growing up there was actually a strip bar called uh suds. Oh really? Okay. Oh yeah, and they and they, it was a beer and stripper kind of place. So uh yes, I, I believe they did call it suds. All right. Not that I would call it suds, but Yeah,
0: I know I just found it weird. These tough guys just saying, I want suds.
1: <laughs> now, the, um, I I don't know if we had it before. uh, or After when the bullies surrounded them with the the bucket of pee.
0: Oh, dude! I was that. I that was. I wrote down. Why did the jock prepperie think it was a cool prank to pee in a bucket?
1: Not uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean that that was kind of weird. I mean he's you know he's he's not drinking the you know bucket, so like what's the point of that? But when they threw the bucket, you realize how yellow that pee was when she threw it. It was like so yellow. Like, they made it over-the-top yellow pee. Like, it was ridiculous.
0: Or he was really dehydrated, and he should be in a hospital and getting getting some uh, fluids, because yeah, that, that was might, so disgusting. And then Mean Gene comes out. He goes, one of my bros tosses cookies, and I don't want the squeeze to get a whiff. And then he yells at him and says, you got you to gotta clean this deck. You got to get this pee off of here. And every time, he crushed every line. Everything. I don't know how many lines he had in the movie, but... Every time he was on there, he like stole the scene
1: he stole the scenes his his just his lines his look, his look alone he, it was he was scary to look at like he oh, was, dude he knew, I know like if you cross this guy you 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 want to stay as far away from him as possible
0: yeah, and when talking to him, he was the complete opposite he seemed like the nicest, like most kindest gentle he was like a gentle giant he was like super nice <laughs> and now, so we, we talked about it a little bit in the beginning with mean Jean tossing people out of the roof, but I think he has I think he has a right to do that. It's kind of rapey that they're betting who can sneak into the room and like make it with the goddess. Like she doesn't, she doesn't want it. Yeah. Like they think, Hey, I'm going to be the one that goes into this room, which again, she lived in like a dungeon. She lived in like a little room. It was almost like Rapunzel. She was in this room. These guys sneak up there. They say, Hey, let's, let's have sex. Of course she's going to say no. Right. And then boom, just get tossed out.
1: There's a few uh, situations in this movie that I'm thinking, like, you know what? The, the Me Too movement that's going on right now would not be happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of them. So Oh,
0: I dude, there, yes. There, no.
1: There's another one coming up, that, yes, uh, that yes. without a doubt. Um, And, you know, uh, yeah. So that's kind of creepy. I mean, it, it, and she is. She's kind of like in a dungeon because you never see her outside of the balcony. That's yeah, the only she, spot.
0: Yeah, I know. I wonder what she does all day. Yeah. I don't know if they even mention that at the end, but I think you're right. The next part up, Roxanne... To help Patrick Dempsey, this is opportunity number two that he could
1: have got laid. Now, this one, she's wearing, like, a, a white suit and, and tie. Yes. That, that was her after? Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Roxanne uses her powers to make the one preppy guy who's dating the the blonde that gave him the hard-on in the diner. She she makes his hands start, gr- start grabbing girls' asses, just start <laughs> grabbing them. So then the girl's like, ah, oh, ew. And she's like, come on, grabs Patrick Dempsey and then takes him into the woods. And dude, she's ready to, she's ready to basically blow him like right yep. next to this creek, and then he's like, "Can we get to, wait to get to know
1: each other first? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know I I again here he's been trying to get laid from the beginning of the movie. You have a girl that wants him. He he just wants to watch alien sex and eat food. You have a girl here that's ready to do something. And he, again, he's still stalling. So I think he's just nervous, maybe. You know, he's he talks the big game that he wants everything, but he's he's not mature enough and he's not ready. But I mean, yeah, I mean I don't get it. But is this where she, Roxanne says no mean Jess? Or is that the other scene?
0: No, that's yeah, that's that's, that's very yeah. questionable. Alright, then we'll get to that later on. So and you know what? His name's Rudy in this movie. Was Rudy in the first one? Was that the name of the kid in the first one? No, that's oh, um
1: you know what? Oh my god, dude. Wait, 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 wait. That's wait, 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 wait. That's mind blowing. You know what? You might be right. The kid that ran the ran they ran the the cross country Oh
0: my team. god, dude. Is he the same kid?
1: No, it's not the same kid. It's definitely not the same kid. I mean, I mean, it's not no, the same no,
0: actor. no, I'm saying, are they pretending it's
1: uh you know what? Nah. Oh yes. shit. His name dude. is Rudy. Whoa, 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 whoa. His name is Rudy.
0: Holy crap. So wait, Patrick Dempsey is supposed to be Rudy, the kid that ran in the original movie?
1: Ah, uh, same name. That's crazy. So that's that. how
0: he knows. Oh that makes
1: sense, <laughs> dude.
0: You know what? So we have to take back what we said in the beginning because it does make sense. Because he would know Tripper.
1: Oh my god, dude! let nice they explain that a little more. <laughs> like, like I. Oh yeah, I went to camp there a couple years ago, and now you yeah. know, you know, yeah, it's the same, same, same character. <laughs>
0: dude, that's I'm amazing. so mind
1: blown right now. <laughs> oh dude i had to look up his name i'm like oh you know what i haven't said his name i haven't like you know what that would have been great to ask me gene like is this based on the character from the first movie oh dude
0: mean gene partied the whole time he said every time in between takes he was just they had a house they filmed the movie up in canada and he said his house is a party house it was on the first level he would take his motorcycle ride it into the living room
1: you know, I'm kind of disappointed in what you said about him, that he's a nice guy and, uh, you know, because I would want him to be the same character that he's in the movie. If oh he was the same way, like, that would have been awesome. That would have been amazing.
0: Biting <laughs> bottles and intimidating people. But, yeah, so that he just – Dude, I'm still mind blown that that's Rudy. But, yeah, so he already – So second time he blew his chance of, you know, getting laid. So then we had a nice montage time. He's trying all the outfits. She's using her invisible powers. To make the tailor, the barber... Okay, so the barber starts sword fighting with scissors. So yep. she's holding up scissors, he's sword fighting back. Wouldn't he, like, call the cops or talk to the kid? Like, whoa, there's something wrong with this, right? <laughs> there's something going on. The opto- uh, the opto- um, optometrist? Dude, the freaking glasses are floating in the air. Like, Yeah, but are they able to see all that or only Rudy? They'll only see Rudy, but I'm saying they're still floating objects. Yeah, but I... They,
1: they act like they couldn't see it. Right? I mean, or...
0: No, they could see it because the guy was sword fighting with scissors in the air. It was... Dude, it was wild. There were scissors yeah. in the air and he, I think she wanted to cut the hair a certain way so the scissors were coming and oh, yeah. he was okay, like okay. sword fighting.
1: Totally forgot about that scene. Oh, yeah. You're right. And okay.
0: then they're walking down the street right after that when he's like acting really kind of... Yeah, yeah, They walk into some abandoned bar and then she's carrying the bags. The bags are floating down the street. Accidents right. happen. People get injured and then... That is where I believe she starts talking about no means yes.
1: Yes. Okay. No, I totally, you know what? I totally forgot about that. And, and and I forgot that, you know, when you put on certain clothes, your attitude automatically changes. Oh, dude. he's so, you know, a dick. <laughs> a complete dick. And that's, you know, all you need is a new change of clothes and your personality is, 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 is totally different. So, yes. And this is exactly where she says, you know, no mean just.
0: Yeah. Um, I wrote down the full line. When she says no, she really means yes.
1: I'm not sure if that line would work today. You know, I think that's a pretty uh, tough line. I guess the 80s, you can say whatever you want. <laughs>
0: you yeah, know? and I, I feel like if that was coming from, so say if the ghost was like the ghost of, I don't know, like uh, John Holmes, like a like a male porn star. Maybe a male, like cocky guy saying that, like, hey, when she says no, it means that. Yes, this is coming from a woman. Like, shouldn't you know, you look out, women should be looking out for women, not yeah. like,
1: yeah, I was I was I was totally taken back by that. that and was, why uh, does
0: he? Why does he go to Wendy's house just to like? Hey,
1: I'm not gonna be able to hang out with you and sleeps. He's a douche. He's a completely like like I said. You want to feel bad for him because he's such a loser and he gets picked on, but you can't. He's he's a douche. He really is. You know and uh, yeah. I mean i i I think uh, you know I, I was a fan of Wendy and. Uh,
0: Oh, no, totally. Right from the right from the jump, I was like, dude, she, she defended
1: him. She stood up for him. She stood up for the bullies. He did, she did everything he should be doing
0: yeah. for her. And he oh, it. yeah. No, totally. And the thing that was wild, so when he goes into the bar, people are responding. Like, people are really responding to him. Yeah. And then the preppy guy goes, hey, you. And then Roxanne helps him, you know, yeah. kick the guy's ass in the bar. And then it comes to his third chance to get laid. The blind girl again is like going to give him another chance, but no, he chees- chooses the uh, lady who,
1: look, who looks like she has a mullet. Oh, who I looks know, like a man. Like of all the people in the bar, that's what catches his attention. Like I mean, like I, like, I don't, I, I don't understand him. Again, you you have Wendy, you have these, this other girl in the woods that wants to be with him. This is what it, it picks. The woman that looks like a guy.
0: She was dancing like she was having a stroke. And she had an extremely <laughs> deep voice. She was probably 35, like old enough to be his mom. And had the mullet. Yeah. So this is number fourth. Fourth <laughs> chance he has. He starts making out with her near a tree. Roxanne uses her, like, snap technique. Yep. Everything freezes. And then she's like, hey, are you sure about this, girl? And then he's like, come on, just get out of here. And then goes back in. She starts saying no. He thinks it means yes, and then she needs him in the she needs him yeah. in the dick.
1: Yeah, yeah. Roxanne really hasn't really helped much. I mean, you know, she she first of all if she has power to freeze everybody like that. She doesn't have power like to help him a little better the way she's doing. Like no, you like,
0: love potion like a yeah. trance right. onto Something. one of these girls. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so right away he's down again. He's like, oh, I took your advice, didn't work. And then Roxanne's like, hey, you know what? You know, sometimes no really does mean no. I guess just whatever so then the snack stand lady is old all right she probably probably in her 40s she wants to bone she wants to have sex with him right in front of it right on the deck where you think a lot of people are going to come around yep then roxanne's like no you can't do it because she she's old she was gonna be the biker lady
1: honestly i think part of roxanne's i think she started liking him like she was getting jealous i think she was getting jealous a lot of times of like the women like she was kind of cock blocking a few times i think too I think it oh, was like she a, definitely was, but she yeah. was
0: turning down her chance to get it over with and go into heaven. Yeah. So, Mean Gene, we see him again, and he takes Patrick Dempsey on a boat ride.
1: Now, is this where he's wearing that sl- the shirt that's like ripped all over the place? Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> so he takes him on this boat ride, and he takes him halfway, and he makes him swim back. And when I talked to him about that, he said the boat would go like 120, and he would rip it. So that girlfriend that he had that worked at the snack stand in the movie, he would uh, he liked going so fast. They actually get a stunt double, a girl that looked like her, to ride on the boat with him because he loved taking it as fast as he could. But yeah, so then Kat, so Patrick Dempsey he comes back. He the girl that he gets handsy with the night before. Tells her biker friends, and they're ready to pound him. Roxanne again saves the day, comes up. So now random girl that he was talking to that just got in town, number five, number five chance gets turned on by that.
1: And she was the best looking one out of all of them I think. She was cute. She was Oh, totally. Yeah.
0: So a guy assaults two guys, gets into a bar, and this girl says, Oh. Man, I want you right now. I feel like if I was at a bar and a girl looked at me, it was kind of like into me when I was younger and single and she beat the shit out of two girls. I don't know if I would want to go outside with her.
1: She was violent. I'd probably run. Absolutely. Yeah. It it didn't make sense.
0: Again, I just said it before. Roxanne doesn't want to go to heaven. I I know you you feel like she's kind of into him. I can agree with that. But she was going to attempt to drown Patrick Dempsey and the girl and they're was it, I think it was a Volkswagen bug.
1: Yeah. At least yeah. it looks
0: like it, yeah. She she pops it into neutral while they're hooking up in the back seat, and they start floating on the water. And then she's like, Oh yeah. And he's like, I think we should do this another night.
1: <laughs> Very nonchalantly, too. Like she like they, they didn't seem that nervous. They're like, all right, you know, let's just get out. And she gets out, opens the door, and she swims back. Oh, like no. so weird. But yeah, I think Roxanne was like starting to get jealous. She started, you know, her her plan was to get him laid. He has a chance to do that now, and she this this girl wasn't good enough for him, so now it's not like a matter of him falling in love; it's a matter of him getting late. That's that's the whole point. So yeah, she's she's confused at this point, I think, and uh, I think she's she's ruining her chances to go to heaven. Again, poor heaven,
0: poor heaven. <laughs> and that's a perfect segue for the next scene: the wet t-shirt contest. Yep, and that was just insane. So they have probably like five or six girls up there. The guy that was in uh, the leader of the River Rock gang. He was the honorary. Mean Gene Don. him the honorary judge. He was so excited just to be able to pour those pitchers of water. And it's like all the girls, typical 80s looking girls. And yep. then this one girl walks in. And, <laughs> dude, they look so fake. It was like not even like it was a boob job. It was like she was wearing
1: like like a prosthetic like oh yeah balloons i thought she was wearing balloons i thought it was like a joke and i thought she was wearing balloons i didn't realize like that's really her. like I, yeah yeah
0: and then roxanne was like you know what wait because when the girl walks outside after she wins and i think what what was it the girl didn't have her glasses or she was
1: yes no no she no no, new, uh, new contacts i think or something new like
0: contacts that. yeah yeah so then she starts walking and patrick dempsey's like oh oh boom, <laughs> and then roxanne's like oh you guys are still the same and then to help Patrick Dempsey out, she makes the woman fall into the water. Yeah. So if Patrick Dempsey wasn't a good swimmer or maybe the lead hit her, you know, she hit her head, Roxanne could have killed that woman.
1: Now, was Roxanne trying to help him or trying to get the woman out of, you know, again, jealousy jumps in there and maybe she's trying to kill her. Like, listen, maybe she'll drown and another one I can get rid of. I mean, she, she totally, you know, cock blocks him. But the fact that she said all guys are the same, that's the whole point. She, she, he's trying to get laid. That's yeah. what he's trying to do. So I, I, I think there's a whole angle to this. I think Roxanne has been trying to sabotage the whole situation.
0: Yeah, and this is girl number six. And then yeah. and then he takes her back into the woods, and they're in – it looks like an abandoned shed. Yeah. There's so much slats missing. They're hooking up on the ground. She does the freeze thing again. She's like, oh, are you sure you want this? Roxanne's like, oh, do you want this? And then that's where I have in my notes – now I think she wants to bone him. So
1: Roxanne at is this point,
0: about. yeah, at yeah. this point in my notes, I agree with you hundred percent. She wants to bone him and then unfreezes it. And the girl's going to grab. And I forget, has he kept this there since the two days before the salami
1: in his pants? He did. So, <laughs> so he so he went to sleep with it, and he left it in there for, you know, I guess he feels like he just needs it there all the time. So first of all, imagine the smell that's coming out of there. You know, how did no one notice that he's smelling, you know, the whole time? And
0: did he shower?
1: <laughs> well, he probably hasn't showered. Because, you know, it's funny. I, I, I wrote this down, and I couldn't remember why, and you just reminded me. Because all I wrote down was slimy dick. Which, which was the next line, the next scene. So, uh, Yes. So she finds a salami.
0: Yeah. And then all the preppy guys rip on him when they see him. Cause that girl obviously comes back and has to tell everyone Yeah, you, know, you have one of those experiences, you know, like, oh, you know, so-and-so stuffs her bras that like, she really had to go back. It was embarrassing enough for the guy. She really had to go tell all these strangers that she probably barely knew. Like, Hey, this guy put a salami in his pants.
1: Well, I mean, if you if you you're hooking up with a girl and you find that she has uh, cupcakes in her bra, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna tell anybody because like, that's kind of bizarre. I mean, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not like you know, it's it's. I think it's more than a, an embarrassing situation. I mean, it'd be one thing if put socks down there. You put salami, I mean, you know, that, that that's a little different. You know, it's a little bizarre, and that's like probably scary. That's like that's a pretty big salami. She was probably like, whoa. Well, I don't remember. Did she feel like maybe she grabbed it and ripped it off? Like, because I mean, you know, <laughs> that'd be even better if she was like, "Oh my god, I, took yeah, I broke it!" Off. it. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, she knew right away. She's okay. probably she's probably fallen for the slamy trick once or twice <laughs> in her life. She's like, "Nope, fooled me twice with the slamy. Shame on me."
1: <laughs> so that's when, they, so when, they, when they see him the next day, that's where they call him salami dick? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so then the whole Mean Gene going away storyline shows how dumb these preppy guys are. So they ordered – they wanted to make sure that they won a lot of money because everybody – they would bet on how long people can stay in with the love goddess because Mean Gene obviously would just toss them right out the window through the roof like as soon as it would happen. So the preppies got the inside tip that me and Gene was going away, so they were going to make a bunch of money. So they ordered Joe Adonis, a stud, but not in the hunky guy, but an actual bull. They hired a bull. They didn't know at all. But well then, yeah, go ahead. they did give me the best scene, the best line I've ever heard in the movie. Because so the one guy, when they find out it was a bull, the guy's like, "Oh, I'm going to do it." I'm gonna, he's like, "I can do it. I can do it." He's like, "Hey." I love you, man. But you're the only guy that I know
1: that can make love to a Cheerio without breaking it. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that was the, the one of the preppy guys, one of the rich guys. That
0: was one of the rich guys, yeah, that said that line. Yeah. And then <laughs> right right around this time, just before Mean Gene leaves, is when he tosses the blind guy and his dog out the window. And the and the blind guy, when he hits the water, says, Hey, but I'm blind. And he says, But your dog looked. So Patrick Dempsey catches wind of you know because he knows everything because he knows Mean Gene. I think this is right where Mean Gene shorted him on pay. Yep, he didn't pay him enough money, and he said, "Hey, I'm headed out of town. Here's your pay." And he's like, "Hey, it's short." So then he knows Mean Gene's going around. You know, he's out of here. So he's-
1: well, this is also after um, pepperoni dick or salami dick. Yeah. So he's like, "I have to make up for it because otherwise I'm going to be a laughing stock the whole time." I need to do something. You know, monumental. I need to do something that's going to really. F- forget about my how bad I've been and really stand out. So this is his plan. He Chan- wants to be the one.
0: Yes, he wants to make love to the love goddess, Shannon Tweed. So this is not lucky number seven. He goes up there. So I have another actress that I saw in this movie. She was one of the girls that were, that was
1: uh, around the bedding.
0: It's Caroline Ray from Sabrina the Teenage
1: Witch. She was one of the girls? It was
0: her first movie ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Yeah,
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> it's so random. I'm like, wait, is that her? And then I look and I double checked. I'm like, holy crap. So they had the cutout to go into the house to make everybody have the illusion that Mean Gene's still around. So they plan on making all this money. They didn't have the money to get a, a colored cutout of him. It was a black and white cutout of Mean Gene in the window. And the guy just kept going back and forth with it. <laughs> like it wasn't moving. It was a still right? going back and back and forth. And wasn't the goddess up there? Like, didn't mm-hmm. how, so how how did he? Yeah, how did that guy sneak yeah. up there? They could have won the money with that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But I guess people would probably bet. They wanted to make sure that people knew Mean Gene was up there, so it made sense. But why was everybody getting so angry? That's one part I did that didn't understand. Everybody was getting so pissed. Everybody in the crowd behind them, when I think they saw Patrick Dempsey upstairs in the window, and everybody was like. Punching
1: their fists. Even the girls. Because they're going to lose money. Because they were betting on how soon they're going to get thrown out and realizing, like, no one's been thrown out yet. Oh, yeah,
0: dude.
1: You're right. So they all, and they all probably bet a lot of money. And I think that's probably why.
0: Oh, dude, yeah. And that's where I saw the shirt that the blonde was wearing. Nobody's meaner than Gene. Uh, <laughs> nobody's as mean as Gene. Of course, I made it. And I'm sending one to mean Gene, the actor. He does not know, so... Maybe he's going to listen to this, and he's going to be wearing it, listening to this episode, which would be so awesome. <laughs> so the love goddess, she talks to Patrick Dempsey, and she's like, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you out. I'm going to do you a solid. She's helping out more than Roxanne DuJour, really. She's going to be like, you know what? We're going to pretend that we're doing it. So they fake fake it,
1: but me and Gene going so early. Well, how, how did – you remember how, why is it why does it come home early oh no i forgot wendy wendy was jealous oh. so wendy goes there to tell me and gene oh shit. right isn't that isn't that what happened that
0: that sounds right oh my god yeah,
1: that's she went to the bar because mean gene was at a bar wasn't he at a bar party? no he was at a beach party or something like that yeah, he was at yeah, something yeah. and she goes there to tell him
0: oh dude she was gonna get him murdered
1: <laughs> well if she can't have him no one can
0: that is true. Well, he should have went you – yeah, know, he should have chose her. Oh, right
1: 100%. So, yeah, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's is, how BG
0: knew. Oh, and this is fake sex. Yeah. This isn't anything happening. It's just pretend.
1: It's la-la land. Yeah, but if he's going to throw a dog out the window for looking, you know, so <laughs> fake sex is it's probably up there.
0: That yeah. is true. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Wendy's the one – yeah, holy shit.
1: So and, that, I think, and, and I know you mentioned before about why she – what is she doing up there? I think she said she was studying – for a test or studying for oh. school. she never leave. Yes. <laughs> Nobody that's ever.
0: They way. even said right in the, like right in the opening that, Oh yeah, we never see her leave that room. She's like in the balcony and then that's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Not doing anything else. But yeah. So mean Gene comes home cause Wendy tipped him off and, uh, Dude, he just tears shit up. It's like a comedic scene. You know, Patrick Dempsey hides behind this. He goes, I know he's in here. I know somebody's in here. He's like hanging under the bed. Dude, Mean Gene, just like, he must have had a bunch of fun doing that scene. Just like punching holes in the wall, flipping the bed. And, (laughs) oh, dude, that
1: was great. Is this where his hair looked like Princess Leia? I wrote this down. His hair, I don't know if you remember, he had it like in two buns on the side. And he looked like Princess Leia. Mean Gene? Yes. Oh, wrote, The note says here, yeah, Mean Gene's hair looks like Princess Leia. <laughs> I mean, oh, the outfits that him and his gang wore, they looked like they were from Mad Max. Yeah, like, they had all these like crazy, like they didn't not a typical biker gang or or street uh, or what River Rat gang. Um, they wore like Mad Max stuff. They wore like some weird stuff. So yeah, Mean Gene had like almost like Princess Leia hair.
0: Maybe for the budget of the movie, they didn't have a lot, so they had to get like the leftover Mad Max Thunderdome yeah. stuff. So. So they had to wear that, but I've never, I don't have familiarity with River Rat Gangs. It's the first time I've seen
1: one. (laughs) Maybe it's common for those folks.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Netflix should do a special on that. That'd be very enjoyable. But yeah, then we find out that Shannon Tweed is not his main squeeze. It's his sister. So the whole time he's being protective because you know what? You got to be protective. of your sister know, some people are coming in there trying to oogle her and trying to like, I don't know, just come on her. And boom, dude, just... So now it's right that he tossed it. No matter what, I was for him tossing people out of the movie. out of the window. But uh, yeah, so then Mean Gene, Rudy, they become buddies, pals. Yep. And Roxy, she, she quit being Patrick Dempsey's ghost. She goes back to heaven. Then the devil is like a porn star director. So I think you're right. It was like porn. It was, <laughs> porn. It was, it was, porn, it was porn. It was porn heaven. Because then the porn guys, <laughs> yeah, you can come down here. I got all the other people down here. and We can make some movies. So then he, she's like, give me another chance. So she goes back. She is the sex ghost for Wendy. And she convinces Wendy to bone Patrick Dempsey. And that... Yeah,
1: did Wendy really need convincing?
0: No, she didn't. No, no, she didn't at all. Which is kind of... But she got credit for it. Yeah, so she was able to get into porn heaven. But
1: <laughs> I'm still floored that going back, that Rudy... Rudy I know, I know. Um, unless they, they just gave him the name Rudy, but it makes sense that he knew him. And that's how he got the job there. It makes sense. I, I, you know, we have to do some research on that now. After I
0: just, Oh, dude, I'm I'm hundred percent. They would. I don't think by accident. Rudy's yeah. not a common name. If it was like Mike or Tom, yeah.
1: but was there you now? No, was there a Rudy in, in part two? or No, I wonder. Let's do some research really quick.
0: And while I'm looking that up, so that's the movie. Right off the bat, would you would you recommend people to check
1: this out? I absolutely would, and honestly, for the mean gene scenes. You know he was very entertaining. I mean, his scenes were just so funny. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it, it, I would. It, you could watch it without watching any of the other meatballs. It had nothing to do with any of them. Um, if you're looking for a, a funny '80s, typical '80s, you know, sex romp movie, this is the movie. I so I would recommend. If you're, if you're, if you're, if you like those kind of movies, definitely watch it.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. The movie was it was awesome, and you know it was great that I never saw it before, and. While watching it, I was like, wow, this is really like every so often. I was like, man, this is so much better than I thought it would be. Like, I was actually laughing and had that nostalgic, like 80s, like campy movie and uh, had great jokes and great characters. You had the people that you hated in the movie. It's not like you straight up just hated those bad guys.
1: Yeah, no, it it was. It was, it was good. And, you know, I did watch the first Meatballs because I thought, you know, I had I had no idea what this movie was about. So I did watch the first Meatballs first. And it is a – the original Meatballs is a classic. Um, you know, it's, it's a great camp movie of, you know, it, it's almost like it has a Revenge of the Nerds feel because they have to battle the other camp and all these different games. Great movie. So I wanted to watch that one first. But this movie has nothing at all to do with the first movie i would recommend watching both you know if you want to see meatballs you know the original where it started from and then just go to see this one um then watch it and you know what you might enjoy it more because now we know that rudy did start off in the first movie i can't believe there's a connection i'm like floored that you know though though if that is the connection indeed i'm a little upset about it because you know if you in the first meatballs he's a loser kid He gets kind of made fun of because he can't do anything. He can't play any of the sports. He he really stinks at everything. But Bill Murray helps him out, and at the end of the movie, he beats the other camp in the cross country event that no one thought he'd be able to do, and he wins the trophy for the camp. So he becomes cool now. Everybody likes him. Has to become a loser again. Well, because he goes
0: back to his hometown and nobody knows. So maybe he he goes back being the same. But it'd been good if they to connect the movies. Say if they did do it at the same camp, even though if somebody bought it out, you know, it was almost like, I don't know, six, seven years later. So they could at least have him like walk, you know, maybe looking at the trophy case right, or something right? right. like, Hey, you know, that's that time that I won that movie, yeah. you know, that won that race. And I don't know, but a good, like paying homage to the first one, yep, connecting the film. So people are like, Holy crap. That's the same Rudy. Because uh, honestly, I, I, I didn't remember his name for the first one. And now putting two and two together, it's like pretty wild. So what would you say? Is there any, now the connection that was a, for me personally, that would have been the one thing I would have changed. Cause I wrote it many times. I, I hated that they did that connection with Tripper. Like why well, just mention Tripper owned it, but dude, that was my one flaw in the movie. And now that's, I all. think you,
1: I think you just nailed it. I think if you started the movie like that, as soon as he got there, there's a trophy case with that trophy and he, you could even, you know what, they could even do a flashback scene for two seconds of him running and you see the oh, a different actor oh, to make a difference or maybe have, you know, him look at the younger um, person, uh, Patrick Dempsey doing that scene a little bit, seeing him winning that trophy and then see a smile on his face. Like that was me. I did that. I think that changes the whole dynamic of the movie.
0: Yeah. Or even throughout the movie, if he like just maybe in the morning, his routine is going for a jog and, yeah. or something like that. And he, they could have right. even done the same thing, like have a race against the preppy guy. There should have been a battle with the preppy guy. Like I know his goal in the movie was to get laid. That was his whole point. Right. But there should have been like another external thing because well, the only, I, I, the I, I, only honestly, person that got in the way in the movie was himself.
1: Correct. But I think his, his payback was the fact that they that the, the preppy guy went up there to shut tweed. He couldn't get the job done, but Rudy did. And now, so I think that's where, you know, he got the respect now because, you know, he's cooler than the preppy guy. And because he he got respected by everybody at the end of the movie. No, that's true. So I think that was his revenge.
0: Yeah, no, I had a lot of fun. So I know I said it already. I know you said it, but definitely, definitely check this movie out. It's free on YouTube. So there's no excuses. You're not spending any money. And uh, definitely some memorable lines in it. Just any, like, Jamie said, any Mean Gene line you have to check out.
1: Just for Salami Dick alone, watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's a great way to end it. So that's it for Meatball <laughs> Stream. Stay tuned for next week's interview. I interviewed Mean Gene, George Busa. Um, he was on a lot of stuff. Uh, he was the voice of uh, Beast on X-Men, the animated series on Fox, which was huge. He did a bunch of other voices on Ewoks cartoons. So he's part of the Star Wars universe, and he was this really cool guy. Had some great memories about filming this, uh, so check it out. And, yeah, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on that. And other episodes, review, rate, and share our podcast. Follow us on Twitter at sequelsonly. Recommend some sequels. We have a bunch that are coming up, some great interviews you already did, but we can always use some more. And that's about it. Good night.
1: Good night.